0: Welcome to the Vital Goddess Podcast, where we explore an empowering and sexy reframe on midlife, menopause, and beyond. I'm your host, Diane Shepard. Certified holistic sexuality coach with a specialty in the Taoist jade egg practice and a passion for lifelong vitality. I call midlife and menopause the passion portal, an initiation into the most vital, creative, and sexiest chapter of a woman's life, if we choose it. And we have a lot more agency than we've been led to believe. You see, from the Taoist perspective, your sexual energy also known as your libido, is not just about sex. It's the foundation of everything, your mental and physical health, your creativity, and so much more. It's your personal holy grail, your personal wellspring of vitality, and midlife is the perfect time to tap into it. I offer a mind, body, spirit, and trauma-informed perspective on Taoist and tantric practices that support you in reclaiming your pleasure unleashing your inner goddess and aligning with your true desires so that you can rebirth your life and rock your third chapter like a queen. If you're done feeling like you're being put out to pasture, you are in the right place. I have a hunch that you're just getting started. The best is yet to come. You see, we're in the midst of a renaissance here. A new way of being human on the planet is emerging and reclaiming our sensuality has everything to do with it. I believe that turned on seasoned women will lead the way in creating a new world where everyone gets to thrive. These are no ordinary times and you, my friend, are no ordinary woman. I am so glad you're here. Welcome to the show. Well, hello there, beautiful. Welcome back to the show. Always so thrilled that you're here and down for another episode with me. So welcome back. And if you're brand new to my world, brand new to the show, big warm welcome to you as well. And I'm just so thrilled that you're here dipping your baby toe in to see how the water feels, see if this is a good fit for you and if it's useful, supportive, hopefully inspirational. And um, yeah, so my work's not for everyone. I say that a lot, but it might be for you. So really thrilled that you're here checking it out. And um, yeah, you probably, if you listen to the intro, you you may have heard that my work is all about supporting women, especially women entering the third chapter of life. So heading into midlife, menopause, beyond, and women who really want to do the work of healing our sensuality, because I have yet to meet a human on the planet that doesn't have healing work to do here. We have all been under these systems of oppression that completely tried to crush our our sensuality our pleasure our our the sacredness of, of our bodies our beings our our sexuality has been really demonized and um, at the same time commoditized right in more modern um, society you know used to sell everything from toothpaste to pharmaceuticals to whatever right so I'm all about like how do we just really you know do the work so we can reclaim our 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 authentic, natural relationship to our sensuality and pleasure, so that we can tap into the power that brings—you know—in terms of our our sexual energy or orgasm, and that is not just about sex; it's about everything. It's about mind, body, soul. So, um, if if you're down for that kind of ride, you um, you're so welcome here. So today's episode, I want to go into, I'm calling it twin flame. So twin flame, romancing the inner beloved. So I say inner beloved to, you know, make that more inclusive because how this expresses through you is unique to you, you know, how this inner lover, this inner devoted Counterpart, right to your to your your essence, your feminine essence, this could be pre- presenting to you as as another form of the sacred feminine, or the sacred masculine, or maybe even something else. So I don't want to put it in a box, but from my experience, the way I you know work with this energy is really cultivating a deep, sexy, juicy relationship with this inner. Sacred masculine energy. And this has been such a game changer in my life. And I've been kind of hesitant to share this part of me, um, this part of my journey, I should say, and um, the practices that go along with it, because it is a bit woo. So I just want to have that disclaimer out there as well that to really take in what I'm sharing here, especially today, (laughs) you're going to want to ease up on your analytical mind and step more into your mystical mind, right? Your mystical essence, that part of you that can really work with imagination and um, be really curious about things that we can't necessarily explain, right? So definitely in more of the art realm than science, let's say. So what am I talking about? Well, Again, um, this inner relationship that I feel has been so severely severed by systems of oppression that have come in, you know, under the guise of, say, Christianity and more the European theater of things. Um, and really did a number on this sacred relationship that I think many um, ancient people had with their sexuality. It it wasn't separate from the way they worshiped. It was just so woven into their life and their connection to nature. And as a result, we've really, we've really gotten taken for a ride, right? And in so many different ways of how we um, can connect with the sacredness of our own sexuality and how we can share that with another human and i'm i'm sure in fact i know there are cultures on the planet that still understand this and still initiate their young um you know young teens and things like that into this idea of of wholeness and um and and getting that in place first before we start to venture out into sharing ourselves in other relationships right but i think at least i see in the west majorly that we are really disempowered around this and not given the tools, not even pointed in the right direction of how do we actually cultivate a really deep and meaningful and sacred relationship with our own, you know, our own inner love affair, right? To really create the type of nourishment and resiliency, that kind of um, deep assembly points that we can come back to again and again for nourishment, but is always there as a constant, a constant lover, a constant companion. And again, we're going to have to use our imagination here a little bit, right? So um, this is in the realm of um, the masculine and feminine principle, the polarity of the universe. This is the, 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 the lens I'm coming through, right? And I really resonate with that. Not everybody does, but I really Really do. And so, yeah, so we are talking about the masculine and feminine principle. You could also say um, Shiva Shakti, more in the um, Tantra world, that's what they say, um, or Yin and Yang, more from the Taoist tradition, or through the lens of astrology, Venus, Mars is just um, the, the most basic expression of these energies. And they all are kind of pointing towards, I think, the same truth. Of that we we have both in us and it really is up to us to really harmonize, alchemize these energies inside of us so that we can create beauty outside of us, you know, in relationship and everything else. It's a tall order, right? But I'm a real believer of as above, so below, as within, so without. And um, when we When we really do this inner work, this inner alchemy, really receive this this sacred energy that wants to nourish us, that wants us to be fed, wants our desires and our yearnings met, then it changes everything, at least it did for me. And it's an ongoing process, you know, like fall in and out of it just like anything else that's powerful, right? But I really am a big believer too. And, you know, what we truly desire and yearn for is desiring us. And I think this is so beautifully illustrated in this concept of, um, you know, a twin flame or an inner beloved, this sacred marriage, if you will. And I, I first came across this idea of these energies, you know, working in us and that we have actually agency to... To work with them in ways in ways that empower us was when I was studying astrology, and I was studying with a teacher who was working with um, the energies of Mars and Venus and also other um, parts of the chart to really have this relationship, which is as unique as our fingerprint for all of us, but really have this relationship come alive and vital, and um, have it really work within our own psyches to. to to really live our purpose, to really, you know, fuel us with that juiciness of that sexual union, you know, just in a cosmic realm. Um, And how, how that actually, you know, as above, so below, as within, so without, how that actually, when we do that work, things on the outer, um, in the outer realm shift as well. And that was definitely the case for me. You see, okay, this is like kind of a complex and very deep topic. I'll do my best to make it simple and fun. But um, I was unaware of this, that I had my own inner sacred masculine, I'll say masculine because that's that's how I um, experience it. My inner masculine energy was um, not nourishing me. Was I was not receiving it as, as a lover, as a partner who totally had my back, who... You know, was reliable and just there for all of it. Um, you know, in fact, I I didn't trust my masculine. In fact, my masculine was running amok. Another astrologer that I followed through the years, Carolyn W. Casey, uh, she has a great quote on this: is when when Venus is absent, Mars runs amok, and that basically was what was happening with me, with my my Venus or my my inner sacred feminine energy was was pretty dormant and asleep at the wheel, maybe you could say. So my inner masculine had no one to serve, right? So ideally, in this in this paradigm, our inner masculine is is um, devoted to our inner feminine, our inner goddess. So our inner God is really here to come with the higher, highest expression of this energy to serve, to create safe space, to really... Um, be all in for what our inner goddess Venus desires. And um I really didn't didn't get that because my Venus was asleep and, you know, my Mars was running amok out there, you know, using my masculine energy to basically run me into the ground, right? Just doing too much, being on that hamster wheel. We've all been there, right? Preaching to the choir here. I know you understand that scenario. And but once I started to really cultivate my own pleasure, you know, awaken my my inner feminine my inner shakti if you will and getting this information of how i can bring in this relationship of my own inner masculine or shiva if you will and start to cultivate this this sacred marriage within me that's when the magic started to really happen and things started to shift for me because it's like it's such a deep source of um of inner referral inner knowing and not that i'm like not into, you know, um, requiring things from our partners or, or being vulnerable with partners or anything like that. That's, that's a, such a beautiful thing. But what I think happens a lot, at least it was happening for me, I was showing up to the, the banquet of relationships, starving like a beggar, right? Like starving <laughs> And so therefore um, there was a, there was a lot of suffering and pain and, A lot of projection. To be honest, I didn't have the tools to really own my own inner union, so put a lot of projection out there. My husband has been the main recipient of that, and um, just really kind of demanding that he meet some inner, like sacred needs that that I really needed to meet myself before I can really step into the realm of relationship. I hope that makes sense, right? And not only that, I've I also, uh, you know, attracted. Kind of magical, um, a magical relationship where I fell head over heels with someone, which ended up, you know, not lasting. Which often happens for a lot of people, I think. And I, I think that that too was trying to direct me back to, hey, there's something you're missing here, you know, that all that, um, that magic and synchronicity and euphoria, really, <laughs> of uh, being in. Um, that kind of head over heels, you know, I'll give up anything for this kind of relationship experience that I think for most of us does end in some pain and heartbreak and suffering. And I'm just laughing because I'm remembering myself at that point, not laughing at myself, but just saying like, wow, I was so clueless and just not in my power, let's say. And I don't mean power like over or power in a protective way you know, I think vulnerability is beautiful. But what I'm saying here is like, I really didn't know who the hell I was, <laughs> you know, on um, on a level of that, the sacred masculine and, and how to nourish myself, how to come back to myself and how to be um, self-referred and self-possessed and also play in that realm of being vulnerable and sharing energy, sharing experiences, right? So I hope that's not... T- too complicated uh, again i am try to make it as simple and as as fun and easy um you know this might be the first entry point to this that you've heard of but it, i've heard it in many traditions i first heard of it from astrology but um you know the astrologers that i was studying with at the time were also working a lot with people who were teaching tantra so there was this interplay of tantra and astrology which i think is fascinating um and, you know, many people, back to the astrology thing, many people are very, you know, aware of their sun sign, of course, and maybe even their moon sign, but very few people are aware of their Venus or and their Mars. And even if they are aware of, you know, the archetypes involved, they don't really um, do any work with them, don't really give them a second thought, right? So there's a way to dive deep with that. And um, it can be really powerful. And, um, of course getting a a full astrology reading can be wonderful because then you get all the nuances of these characters at play and get a lot, a lot of information with your birth chart in, of course you'd need your birth time for that. If you are interested in, um, setting up an extended session with me, I usually, you know, keep that in my community for women doing this kind of work, but I, I, just for this episode, I'll put it out there. If you are interested, I'll link in the bio, one of the offers that, um, that I've done over the years, uh, for an astrology reading and in, in uh, you know, in context with the work that I do around sensuality. So there's that. And um, that can be great. Or if you know, you know, just look up your chart, you can just play with the basics of your Venus and your Mars and just and see how that feels in your body. So to, um, you know, to get touch points into this, this energy. But you don't even need to work with astrology. If that's not your thing, you can do this intuitively as well just, you know, sitting with, um, you know, who is your ideal lover, you know, and really letting that come to life with your imagination. And play with me here. One of the ways that you can do this that I think is pretty fun, actually, is to, you know, call to mind um, a perfect lover kind of person, an actor maybe that you have seen in a Netflix series or a movie or maybe a character in a book that just put you into a swoon, right? Remember that what you desire is desiring you. So I think in a way, this is our sacred masculine energy kind of, um, you know, wanting to come back to us by like kind of giving us this yearning, wanting this union to happen on some level, right? And in this modern world we live in, this definitely could be through, an actor in a play, in a, in a show, in a movie, or in a book, right? So you have to kind of call in your inner teenage girl here, maybe, to <laughs> get into that realm of being, um, you know, obsessed with someone, a crush, uh, a movie star crush, you know? It's really, I think, important to not let this be someone in your personal life, especially not an ex lover where things didn't end well, because, you know, you're going to bring baggage with that, you know, whether you realize it or not, it'll be there. What we want to do is cultivate. A sacred relationship where the higher, highest octave of this energy is what we're looking for. So this, this, this uh, perfect lover has nothing wrong with them. They're they're the sacred energy, right? That is really um, high vibe and completely devoted to you, one hundred percent, and wants nothing more than your desires to be met. So that's the kind of vibe we're going for. If you want to work with this energy. So um, yeah, there's many ways you can do this. You could, again, after you maybe check out your astrology or just feel into how does this energy appear to you and different crushes you've had, um, and just playing with that. And what I would want to what I want to invite you into is to bring that alive in your senses. You know, I'm all about embodiment. So yeah, you can work with this on the level of concept, but to really have this come alive. What I do in my practice, sharing my very personal practice with you here, is to bring it into the five senses. So you really want to get a sense of imagining, you know, you could do this, I'll, I have a whole guided meditation for you, I'll guide you through and we'll use the breath too, so it's a guided breath work meditation around this. But um, just to give you an idea, you want to just sit with, again, imagine that, that, um, that perfect lover is right across from you. And you want to really take in through your inner sight, what does he, she, they look like really taking all the details and, um, you know, in, in terms of their skin, their eyes, their hair, any accessories, um, their clothing, their costume, whatever it is. Right. And then the sense of hearing, what does their voice sound like allowing that to mm-hmm seep in, like really listen, hear their voice, calling your name, saying, you know, words of devotion, things that you want a lover to say, like, I am here. I've got you 100%. You are beautiful, whatever it is, right? And then bringing in your sense of smell. What do they smell like? This is where it gets to be really juicy, right? What do they smell like? And really mm, breathe it in through that sense of smell, smelling them, letting them come alive in your body, right? Receiving that smell. And taste. What do they taste like? Again, being playful here, letting it be juicy. If you licked their face or their neck, like what would you taste? You know that kind of thing. So bringing in all the five senses. And if you reached out your hand and touched them, what would you feel? What would be the tactile sense there? Their skin, their hair, their um, what they're wearing. You know. And again, letting yourself really go there. You want to have that sense of curiosity and playfulness. Again not analytical mind. Let that go. (laughs) Just let yourself be like a teenage girl. And um, also like with their gaze upon you, right? Their eyes gazing at you, focused on you. What does that feel like in your body? Allow yourself to feel it like that loving gaze, that unconditional, nurturing, loving, supportive gaze on you and let yourself feel that. Let yourself feel the felt sense of that? What does that feel like in your body? Let yourself embody the frequency of that. And in the breathwork practice, I'll invite you to bring that even more alive by using breath. So you can really allow this essence, right? To start to really swirl in your body, in your cells. And again, to really embody this frequency of this inner beloved, if you will. And for me, that sacred masculine And once we start to get a felt sense of this energy that is part of us, we can call upon this at any time. And I do this all the time off the mat, so to speak, when I want to connect with this energy, I could just feel him, you know, and I could feel him either in me or next to me by my side, at my back, um, and just feel his gaze upon me. That's a really fun one. Just when I want to, I could just go into that, you know, feeling his gaze upon me and allowing myself to melt, to receive it, to put me into deep states of pleasure. And this can take some practice, but you'll get good at it, you know, over time. And it's really important that you have fun with it, right? <laughs> so it's a wonderful thing to explore. And again, once you get it, that that uh, frequency, you know, you can embody it. And it's there for you as a constant source of nourishment And a constant assembly point where you can really locate um, the the harmony of who you really are, that inner alchemy that occurs when our own inner masculine and feminine are one in that sacred marriage. All right. So I'm going to cap it there. And again, in the show notes, um, I'll leave you some links, but one of the links will be for a guided breathwork meditation specifically for this so that you can explore this and have a little bit of a container so that you can start to play with this in your own life. So that's all for this episode. I will catch you next time you take care. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you're resonating with what I'm sharing here on the show, and perhaps you're curious, you want to know more, you want to go deeper... I've created a free masterclass for you to explore. It's called the Vital Goddess Masterclass. And in that masterclass, we go deeper into the concepts that I cover here in the podcast basically, all about reclaiming your pleasure, unleashing your unique expression of the Sacred Feminine, and rebirthing your life at midlife with the Taoist Jade Egg Practice. It's pretty robust. You want to carve out some time to really take in the information, but you can find um, a link to that in the show notes. It's totally free, and I would love it if you check that out. There's a lot there, and I think you'll get a lot of value out of it packed with value. Very robust. And if you have a woman or women in your life that you feel would benefit from what I'm sharing here on the show, please share the love, pass it along. I would so appreciate that as well. I just really feel the world's going to be a better place the more that, um, that we connect as turned on women. And if you happen to be listening to this on the Apple Podcast app, it's never been easier to leave a review. And I would so appreciate it if you did that. And um, it's really easy. You just scroll down. You'll see a little place where you can just type in a review. It used to be more complicated. But on the app, they've made it super easy. And that is a way for women to find this podcast, women who need it the most. So if you have the time, it would only take about 60 seconds now with this new situation. You can just scroll down and leave a review. Be so deeply appreciated. All right. Bye for now. It's been such a pleasure to have you here. I will catch you next time. Take care.